They knew that Group A was going to be hard, but the toughest test is still to come. We know they have quality, but it's also a chance for us to have a good performance against a really good team like we did at home. What a save that was from McGregor! Can Rangers find their European grit and determination from last season? Rangers are into the final! What a night! get a result against a club that have become favourites to lift the trophy. 11 straight wins. If not lost this season, they've beaten Liverpool. Can Rangers get there? This is Grade E Football. It's Napoli versus Rangers. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on another huge night of European action. Rangers are in Naples looking to cause a major upset against one of Europe's informed teams. Celtic are out of Europe altogether after being held at home by Shakhtar Donetsk last night. And then tomorrow it's over to Hearts to try and get another victory on the board. Joining me tonight is Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley. Yep, very happy this weekend, Gordon. Well, after the weekend, you know, a fantastic result for us against Rangers. Um, you know, obviously going through a bit of a difficult period in terms of their performances. Hopefully they improve that today. Uh, watched Celtic yesterday. Very unlucky in that game, I felt. I know that the opposition player missed kind of even the chance I would have probably put away. Um, but no, listen, hopefully Rangers can go and get a positive performance there. I think the win would be, it's too far for them to, to go there and win, but I think positive performance would do them well. I mean, I thought by Wednesday he would be over what happened at Ibrox at the weekend, but he's, quickly, he's shoehorned it into an yeah. intro about the Champions League and he still get the yeah. same Livingston tracksuit unwashed <laughs> that he had on uh, at the weekend. But that is, it's great to have him, Simon, because... That's the scale of the task for Rangers. Can you go from being held at home to Livy, being booed off, to causing an upset against a team that's unbeaten all season long? If I'm being honest, no. I don't I don't see them getting a result, but I think it's more pride for Rangers tonight. You know, a performance. They've taken a couple of heavy defeats in this competition. Their form isn't great domestically. So I think it's a performance that the fans can actually appreciate. You know the drill by now We're here until 11 o'clock That is slowly but surely Sinking in on the faces Of Marvin Bartley And Simon Donnelly So come on down And keep them company 0141 951 1025 uh, And it should fly in Because we're going to build up To kick off in Naples Rangers fans How do you feel? Quite simply How, how are you feeling Ahead of this game? What's the What's the realistic aim tonight? Of course you'll want to win Every game or try and get something has it got to the stage where, where you're happy to keep the score down tonight or or is that defeatist? How do you feel? How do you feel about the game? What team gives you the best chance uh, of success? Because it's been chopped and changed and chopped and changed in recent weeks. So why not come on here and pick your team? Let us know what gives you the best chance tonight. There's been a lot of criticism uh, for the manager after what Marvin's side did at the weekend. So come on then, what does he need tonight? Can he do anything uh, to boost your mood? 0141951. 1025 Do give us a call And of course Celtic fans We now know No European football After Christmas It will be bottom of the group How do you feel about that? Do the Performance levels At times Make you feel a, a bit better About things? Are you left Ruining mischances? 
Or does the table speak for itself Let us know 01419511025 And of course you can tweet At Clyde SSB Get in touch please Let's kick off by going to Naples The Stadio Diego Maradona Is where Gabriel is for us tonight Gabriel a huge task ahead for Rangers yeah, it certainly is, Gordon, and what an arena here, what an amphitheatre of football fans are starting to flood in to the Stadio Diego Armando Maradona, as you said. Uh, three hours before kickoff is when I arrived at the stadium, there was already queues of thousands of home fans outside. It's a true footballing cathedral, and the whole city really is a shrine to football with the Maradona murals, and it just goes to show, just a reminder of what a daunting task Rangers do have in front of them. We all know how impressive Napoli have been all season, top of Serie A, top of this Champions League group, unbeaten in all competitions. If they win tonight, they will have won 12 in a row for the first time in their entire history. Scott Arfield yesterday said uh, that a place like this can intimidate players. They've got to show no fear. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst said his team can't just defend. They've got to play without fear as well. They have to show their character. That was key in what he was saying yesterday. They have been booed off the last two games at Ibrox, even though it was a win and a draw. But character is going to be key for these players out here in the south of Italy this evening. We're going to learn the team news in the next 20 to 30 minutes. It's going to be really interesting to see what the Dutchman does with his lineup. Does he go for a five at the back, or does he perhaps play a more defensive 4 5 1 formation? Or perhaps, as uh, one Rangers fan I was speaking to today suggests, he plays five up top. Just go for it. What have we got to lose? We'll wait and see, but I'll bring you the team news as soon as it comes. Well, why not answer the man then? Rangers fans, how do you think Giovanni van Bronker should approach it? What should the shape look like? What should the personnel? look like and here's maybe a, an even more difficult question anyone out there looking forward to it any Rangers fans looking forward to this or has football worn you down in the last couple of weeks I'd like to know because it's Champions League these are meant to be exciting nights 01419511025 of course Gabriel uh, no away ticket allocation Rangers fans actively discouraged from travelling from you know trying to get anywhere near the stadium what's that been like have you encountered any Rangers fans what, what sort of checks are in place Yes, yeah, so I haven't seen too many Rangers fans. Uh, of course, there were some uh, on the flights coming over with us. Uh, the groups of journalists that have been travelling over said they saw maybe 20 or 30 on their flight. But across the city today, there weren't really too many. Of course, the club uh, discouraged any fans from travelling because they can't get official tickets. I only saw about three or four clusters. Uh, I think most of them are abiding by what the club has said and staying away from the stadium. But uh, just a little side note to show you how difficult it has been for Scottish fans to get tickets. Uh, last night, I met... Uh, a couple of Danish girls who were over here on holiday had come to see uh, Pompeii, Mount Vesuvius, the, the sites of Napoli, and they'd heard there was a football game on, managed to get their hands on two tickets, but before they could buy them, they had to prove that they didn't have a Scottish address before they were handed the tickets. So that just goes to show uh, how seriously here in Italy they are taking it. No Scottish fans. I've, I'd be surprised if there weren't some Rangers fans in here tonight, but not many at all. I think it just goes to show how you've been spending your free time in Naples, quite frankly. But we'll leave that there. 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Come on, Rangers fans. Slightly tongue in cheek. Is anyone actually looking forward to it? That's all I've got on this phone line is negativity. And understandable, I get that. Uh, since Saturday and even before that. Are you looking forward to the game in any way tonight? What are you hoping for? What would. What would satisfy you? What is enough to satisfy you tonight? And ultimately, the biggest question, as usual on game night, what should the team look like? Imagine Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, he's got the app on, he's in the bus, he's listening here for some final uh, words of wisdom, and you get to put a, a seed in his mind. Who should play 
And who shouldn't 01419511025 And at the same time Celtic fans Talk to me about last night mm. Talk to me about the group stage campaign overall Because it's it's over uh, So let us know how you saw it Marvin How do you even begin to sum up The, the size of the task for Rangers and, and, and what will be going through the Rangers fans' minds tonight? Like you said, it's a massive, massive task. I think that you know the Rangers fans want to see a performance from from their team and their players that they can be proud of. I think first and foremost, that's the most important thing. Obviously, they would love to go over there and, and cause an upset. Um, is that realistic? I don't think so. We've seen how good Napoli have been this season, um, especially at home. You know, blue Liverpool away. So it's going to be a tough, tough one to go there and win the game. But performance is key. They, you know, they want to see effort. You know, see players giving a hundred percent. They want to see a bit of quality on the ball when going forward. You want to see them defending for their lives, you know, and, and they, they're things you can do as a player, go out there and give absolutely everything. And I think if they do that, you know, Rangers fans, regardless of the score, will be happy with them. But I think far too many times this season, they've seen a Rangers team or some individuals, they don't feel they're given 100% and that's the problem. Rangers fans, come on, what's the hope tonight? Marvin and Simon's takes all well and good, but how do you feel about it? Are you looking forward to it in any way? Are you fearing the worst? Is it a case of keeping the score down? Or maybe you've actually found a bit more optimism the closer we get to kick off. Come on, let us know. 01419511025. Simon, is it that? <clears throat> a lot of people seem to be suggesting that it's about being you know, a respectable scoreline. Yeah. Is that is that seriously it? I, I think so yeah. tonight. I think it is. Yeah, just go on the form. Rangers, I'm looking at the table. Napoli have scored 17 goals so far in this group. Rangers have conceded 16. Uh, I watched the Napoli game at the weekend against Roma. Roma made it really difficult for them and I think Ossiman scores late on for Napoli but they're a good team I think they're the highest or one of the highest scoring teams in Europe Played 13, won none they've won 11 in a row Yeah, that includes obviously big teams in Serie A I so there's, there's the scale of it for Rangers tonight I think it is as, as Marv says it's a performance that the fans will be looking for and not a capitulation you know and, and another embarrassing scoreline so I think realistically uh, they have to go there put in a decent performance but I, I just don't see them getting anything from the game because Napoli are so strong. Now let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst to put you in the mood, if that's the right expression, Rangers fans. I know he's not flavour of the month among some of you, but get in touch. Come on, what should the team look like? What are you hoping for tonight? The character, you have always have that in games, you know, especially in moments where um, you come of a, uh, a draw in the weekend, uh, but also the last games in, uh, in Champions League, you know, they've been... Uh, very positive in, in the results. Parts of games, I think we, we play really well, but in the end, you know, all that matters is the results and the character. And uh, yeah, that's very important to get a good result. That has to be there. You know, that's why if, if, if that's there, we have a chance to, to get a positive result. Also taking account, you know, the, the, the strong opposition we're playing, but, you know, we have to be go on the pitch uh, and... and, and don't be fearful, you know, just go out, uh, play the way we can, uh, reach the level we, 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 can, we can reach, and then, you know, we'll see in the end of the game if we have a positive result or not. Jeffrey's a Rangers fan on the line. Jeffrey, what's the realistic hope for you tonight? Um, well, I would like to see Golak and Morelos up front tonight. Just go for it, um, basically. Um, and maybe the defence will take care of itself, although I would like of Golston to have been there. Obviously, he's injured. Um, that's basically it. I mean, I mean, just go for it. doesn't matter now. I mean, we've nothing to play for. Well, um, just go for it, basically. I'm interested in 
where Rangers are at in the minds of the fans. I don't really know about the minds of the board or whatever, Marvin, because the notion of not got anything to lose is true in a, a sort of on the league table front or whatever. But can Giovanni Van Bronckhorst afford a properly heavy defeat tonight? I don't think so. I really don't. I'm not speaking about you know them having a heavy defeat and him you know losing his job. But I think you you lose the fans. Any fans that are kind of still on side now or kind of sitting on the fence. I think a heavy defeat, you know, firmly sends them one way. And you know it's not good because they go they go into playing Aberdeen as well at the weekend. You have to think about what's going to happen going forward. I don't think they can afford a heavy defeat. Um, you know, I called for two strikers, Jeffrey, in the last game against Liverpool in the Champions League. And I, I just don't think you can go away to Napoli and do that today. You know, I think they have to play their way into the game, um, maybe defend like, you know, we had to do it against them at the weekend and then when they get an opportunity to take it. But I think if they go to Napoli and attack, I think they'll be in massive, massive trouble and on the end of a big, big defeat. The Rangers fans can tell me, Simon, they, they know more than me for sure. <clears throat> Based on the calls we've been getting off, the reason they're in a bit of a difficult spot right now in terms of finding optimism, Jeffrey wants to see Morelos and Cholak, but lots of Rangers fans haven't been impressed with, you know, what Morelos did in the yeah. cup against Dundee. There's not, it doesn't seem like there's many standout players at the moment anywhere in that squad that you think, right, he has to play tonight. No, and, and that's why I think it's going to be a long night for Rangers. They, 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 they need to get back on track with form. Uh, they've got a, a difficult game at the weekend against Aberdeen. And it goes against the grain of what I kind of stand for because I watch Ange and Celtic and how they approach every game and they go and attack. I think if Rangers do that tonight, you know, it could be another embarrassing scoreline. Uh, the difference with being, they don't have the same similar style to Celtic and I think their confidence will be low. They've, they've, they've taken the, the big mm -hmm. drubbing against Liverpool. They struggled against Dundee and then Livingston, you know, almost beat them at the weekend. You know, uh, the, the 96th minute equaliser or whatever it was. So that their confidence is low. So again, this is not the ideal game for Rangers to go into tonight. So that's why I, I don't think they'll start with two strikers. Jeffrey, are you able to then sort of put this to a separate compartment? You you don't. I'm not saying you don't mind if it's a heavy defeat, but you don't think it makes things any worse. You know, you just accept that this is a very good team, and if that happens, it happens. It doesn't. It doesn't make the picture any worse for Rangers overall. Is that the way you feel? Yeah, I take every game as it comes, basically. But over the last three or four games, compared to last season in Europe. We were doing everything properly. We were doing everything well. And this season, I'm a wee bit upset with these, with these line-ups. Um, on Saturday, I, I'm being careful what I'm saying because you've got somebody in the studio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, why do Livingston make it hard for Rangers? I mean, we should be beating teams like Livingston right, left and centre. Um, I, I don't know what it is this season. Oh, you've got you've got you've got smiling away, Jeffy. You've done the worst thing. Um, did you? Could you? If you're able to tell us, could you predict that Rangers team at the weekend? Did you know what what surprised you or what didn't? Maybe not the the, the actual starting eleven, but the shape. Like so, mm -hmm. you know, playing an unorthodox somebody on the right. You know, whether it be Arfield or Tillman, we felt that you they knew would, that was going to happen. Felt they would do that only because the first game we played against Rangers in the second half, um, Tillman came on at half time and Lawrence came narrow. Scott Wright went off the pitch. So they caused us massive problems in that second half. You know, again, in that game we were ahead and then they clawed us back and won 2-1. 
So he felt that, you know, Gio and his staff may have looked at that and thought, right, let's start this way. And we were we were prepared for that. And, you know, obviously up until the 91st minute, the game plan, it worked. Um, but, you know, to come away from my box of a 1-1 draw, we're, we're more than happy with it. In fact, we're delighted with it because we defended ever so well. Um, and the boys executed the game plan easily because it's easy to come up with a game plan, but to execute it is a tough bit. Were there any inclusions that did catch you off guard then? Um, not, you know, maybe at the back and it was, you know, well, King or Sand start, we were unsure kind of in there. But other than that, no, I'll, I'll be honest, I think we, you know, we had the, the team um, pretty much mm-hmm. there. Just didn't know who was starting the right-hand side. Um, and this is where, to, to then take it away from what Livingston did and deserve credit for, you then, you know fine well how the fans took that at the weekend. You saw the reaction at full time. You also saw Rangers up close. W- where are they at? Because you deserve credit. Let, let's mm-hmm. acknowledge yeah. that. Are they not in a good place? I, no, they're not in the best of places because, as I said, you know the performances in some of the games recently haven't been up to the standards that Rangers Football Club expect. Um, you know, both I imagine the management team and and the supporters. And going into this game, we knew that. You know, we paid them all the respect that they deserve because they're good players, but they're not in a good place. You know, you, you can't deny that. And you know, I, I think Rangers in a good place are in a fantastic place. You know, they win that game at Ibrox against Livingston. Um, and as you said, you know, we do deserve credit for the way we played, but part of that is down to, you know, the levels that they failed to reach. Um, so that's why I fear for them a bit going into today's game. Um, but again, as I said, they need to turn to Livingston. You know, they need to be Livingston away at Napoli today. And when they get the opportunities, which will be few and far between, they need to take them. But they need to defend and defend well. And, you know, they've got more than enough players to do that. Um, and I expect Gio to go to a back three tonight uh, to give a bit more mm. security. What do you think, Rangers fans, after... Tactics against Rangers Marvin's now suggesting Tactics for them uh, Thinks a back three What do you think about that tonight? Thank you Jeffrey. Stephen is on the line Stephen are you Able to look forward To this game in any way? Not at all mate Not at all First of all Good evening guys Thanks for having my call But no Tonight I am totally bereft Of confidence In the team And the manager There is no inspiration There is no Tactical changes Um Tonight against Napoli I really fear that we could get a hide in as bad as Liverpool If not worse I'm, I wonder Simon If this is even just the, sort of, the law of averages People are now looking at the 7 And then thinking it could be the same And we would talk yeah. about If this goes 6 or 7 how likely actually is that? Are we getting a bit carried away by I Liverpool? Think, uh, yeah, I think so it's, it's easy to to look at the Liverpool game Liverpool game is a one-off really You know, second half The roof came in for Rangers This is This is a difficult place Napoli I've I've spoke about How many goals have scored Already this season This is not the tie That Rangers want At this stage Uh, But They've got it They're in the Champions League They they have to go and deal with it And as Marvin says They're going to have to defend With their lives tonight They're going to have to be Really concentrated At the back I wouldn't be surprised If they played three at the back Uh, Because as much as the last caller Jeffrey says about have a go and it doesn't matter about the result, you can see the knock-on effect from the last Liverpool mm. game. I mean, they went, they went to Motherwell, they weren't convincing, they got the win, they weren't convincing. 1-0 against Dundee in the Cup. And I actually fancied, I fancied Marv's team to get something at the weekend, just but the form that they're in. So this is not what they need tonight, but they've got it. It's the Champions League, they have to go and work their socks off and, and, and put in a performance, as I said at the top of the show, that gives the Rangers fans a little bit of pride. Stephen, would that be enough to take the heat off the manager? You know, if it, even if it was a narrow defeat, if it was just a, you know, a good performance, a good account of yourselves, is that enough to take the heat off him? 
I honestly think that his, his goodwill in the bank is now probably spent. Um, after the World Cup, for example, I think the team needs an entire rebuild. It doesn't seem like Giovanni, that these are Giovanni's players, possibly. I mean, obviously, there was a, the question that he got asked before the, the transfer window closed. Are you happy? I'm happy with the team. I don't want nobody else. There'll be no one else coming in. And then he got asked about contract extensions for Morelos and Kent. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and he says, that's not me, ask Ross Wilson, basically. It kind of seems like there's maybe something going on behind the curtain that we don't know about. Well, he's got a big game tonight, first and foremost. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen's not holding out much hope. Come on, anyone, is there anyone out there that's looking forward to it? Let's establish that first uh, and get your team's suggestions in as well. Who should play, who shouldn't? Call us now and we'll try and speak to you next. What a shame! Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley are here We are building up to kick off in Naples We are going to look back on last night at Celtic Park as well So don't miss your chance please 01419511025 Celtic fans Where did it go wrong in terms of not getting the win last night And how do you feel about the, the group, the, the progress, call it what you will, overall Because as we now know it will be a fourth place finish uh, in that Group F table So get in touch And Rangers fans We're asking quite simply Anyone managing to be excited Anyone managing to look forward to tonight In any way It would be nice to hear A bit of a, a bit of optimism A bit of confidence uh, And pick your team Because that's always the challenge Isn't it On a big match night Brian's a Rangers fan First up You looking forward to it Brian Come on Absolutely Yes Absolutely. good I like it And has that um, always been the case Or is it taking Is it taking a few days To get over the weekend and, uh, I just think we'll do it hit form uh, against somebody. I, mean, I don't think Napoli will get four or five others, but we'll, if we can keep it tight for the first 20 minutes, then that'll be confidence for the team. The team that I would play would be Brad Tavenier, because he is no, he's no chocolate, uh, because he's no, no playing my spell in his face, what he did last, week, last, last year. I'd play McGregor, Davies, Sands, and Yumas. Ryan Kent, Cholak, Morelis, Lindstrom, uh, and the other. I would, I would really do it. We've done to lose. Well, lads, because we've still got European football. If we win, we've still got a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be an ask, isn't it? Because you then you need to overturn a, a big head-to-head against Ajax. But still, it would, it would be a, you're right, factually, Brian's right. Um, albeit it's just a, a long way off. Marvin, the... You're in a difficult position here I don't expect you To stand here and say That you don't think James Tavernier is fit Because that's tough Because you just had to Be in the opposition dugout At the weekend Let me say that That's what a lot of Rangers fans are saying uh, He disagrees obviously And Brian wants to see him Dropped tonight But can you seriously Go to the most informed team in Europe Away from home And what Put Leon King at right back out of position Put young Adam Devine, like, you know what? What is Rangers' realistic option there? Well, not for me. Again, if you know if James Tavernier is saying he's fit, then he plays. Um, you know, I, I get what Brian's saying. I get what other people are saying. But for me, because the deputy, you know, behind him, without being disrespectful, is nowhere near the levels of James Tavernier. For me, he has to play. You know, week in, week out, he has to play. And sometimes, you know, to his detriment, 
where he, he shouldn't be out there maybe or he needs a little bit of a rest. But for me today, he has to play. You know, you, you need your captain out there. There's no doubt about it. Um, I agree with Brian. I think Brian kind of named a back three there before he went to the attacking players. I think I only had seven players playing, but I agree that it should be a back three. But for me, James Tavenier, 100%, will be playing at right back or right wing back for Rangers today. And then Simon, I know there's a couple of hours to kick off, but it's almost impossible to then not leap to the bigger picture that's annoying some Rangers fans. Why is there not someone who can come in and take James Tavernier's place if he's either not performing well yeah. or he's injured or a combination of both? Well, they, they sold the other guy to, to Everton, obviously the young kid Patterson beforehand. Uh, recruitment, recruitment in the summer. Uh, if you if you're relying on one player for every position, uh, you know it comes back to biting the backside at times. But I think with Tavernier, he's the captain of of Rangers. He's you look back to his performances last year. Let's kind of forget the performances this season. Rangers haven't been at it in the, the Champions League, but. They were very good in Europe last year And he was one of their main top performers Scoring a lot of goals as well from right back So tonight when the chips are down You need guys like that to, to step up You need your experienced players on the park To help the younger ones You know if it's going to be King alongside To help him uh, So I, I'd expect him to play where, where does the confidence come from Brian? The, you know booed off after drawing against Livy Booed off after winning against Dundee What, what makes you confident that the surprise turnaround is against a team of Napoli's level. You're starting to confuse having you. He's, I don't rate him as a player. As a captain, he doesn't do a lot of shouting. He's no a Terry Butcher. He's no a John Gregg. He's going to get... Confidence comes to your captain. And to me, he's no game. The rest of the players, the shout on to get your sleeves up. The sleeves are playing for. It's stuck in about them. But even if even if that is true, Brian, right? We could argue about it. Who takes his place tonight? Do Rangers have the capability to leave James Tavernier out? Aye, the day aye. For back three, forget just tap him. That was nothing going together. What a heck of, who, who's going to play that right wing back role Marvin What a heck of a, a job that's going to be Because you're now putting an attacking player in there really Yeah I, I don't have the answer to that question um, I really really don't And that's why I said James Tavernier has to play I know when Patterson left They, they signed a, a Polish under 21 international Who's since left the club mm-hmm. um, So again Simon goes back to recruitment I think you know when you're in the Champions League There's no excuse for not having able deputies Especially in, in all positions You know it shouldn't really happen I know they've got some young players coming through but you're talking about the top level of football. If James, if James Havenet was to get an injury, you know who comes in for five, six, seven games that you've got full confidence in? I don't think there is anyone at the club at this moment in time, and that shouldn't have happened, knowing that Rangers are in the Champions I w- League. I watched the I watched Rangers play Dortmund last year in the cup, and am I right in saying Rangers had a little bit of a wobble in the game at Ibrox, mm-hmm. and Tavernier scored the goal and and burst a gut to get there at the back post. Yeah, not all captains go on a pitch. And scream their heads off That isn't You get different captains He talks about Terry Butcher there uh, Brian Different types of captains You look at Callum McGregor at Celtic I played with Paul McStay He wasn't a shooter yeah. He just He went by example He led by example But you need your big players Especially tonight Especially tonight Otherwise You, you, you do run the risk Of another embarrassing result In Europe mm, Thank you Brian Brian's actually managing To find some optimism He's looking forward to it He thinks this could be the the kickstart Rangers need What about Jim on the line How do you feel Jim? Brian stole my thunder Oh no You can just elaborate <laughs> on it Jim You just carry on Brian was your support act <clears throat> Tavernier was responsible For the Liverpool equaliser Tavernier was responsible For the Livingston first goal 
Tavernier gave up chasing that boy back. He should never have been allowed to cross that ball into the box on Saturday. Tavernier needs dropped. Who takes he's his place? For, he's not on form. Who takes he's his place, though? The best of games this season. Who takes his place, Jim? Divine. Wow. I know he's a young guy, but you've got. He's got, he's got to be better than what Parson is. Parson gave up, and if your captain's given up, chasing a guy back, what what standards is that shown to the rest of the guys? Oh, well, we don't need to try. Mm. And that's what's happening throughout the football club just now. Yeah, I, th- I think um, Jim means Tavernier rather than Patterson, yeah. but um, I mean, that would be incredible, wouldn't it? So, yeah, that, that's the thing. And I have a question for Jim. So, you know, he's calling for Devine to, to start at, at fullback. And, you know, you do that today, then he goes out the first 45 minutes, you know, has a terrible 45 minutes, you end up needing to take him off. What does that do for the young player's you know, career going forward? You know, how much does that stump his growth <laughs> as a footballer? Because let's be honest, you know, Rangers are going to be up against it today against Napoli because the attacking prowess that they do have. To throw a young boy in there at right back or right wing back with not very much experience, Jim, I don't think that's going to do well for his career if things don't happen for him tonight. Um, what did you make then? You know, Jim's take on it is that Tavernier gave up at the weekend now again it's going to be tough for you to comment right but what I've seen from Rangers fans is they feel not necessarily that he gave up Jim does but that a fully fit James Tavernier makes a better fist at tracking was it Christian Montagna down down the left hand side I I don't think any player would give up I really really don't and you know Obviously, if Rangers go on to win the game 5-1, maybe nobody's talking about that goal. But you know what it's like. You're under the microscope when you lose games of football or you draw games of football, um, especially games that you should be winning. I, I don't think he gave up. I think Christian done very, very well. You know, he went down the right-hand side. But if I'm being 100% honest with you, you know, it, it, it's tough. It's really tough for James to have it at this moment in time because the standards he's set have been so, so high. And right now he's fallen away from that. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got an answer for you, Jim. Gabriel, is Jim getting his wish? Is Tavernier in the team? Jim is getting his wish. Tavernier is in the team. No, Jim wants Tavernier out of the team, so he's not getting his wish, but carry on nevertheless. Okay, sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. I hate to disappoint you. Your captain is starting at right back. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst makes four changes from the weekend's 1-1 draw with Livingston. The team is as follows. Alan McGregor in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Leon King... Uh, ben Davies and Yilmaz. Lundstrom, Sands and Tillman are in the midfield with Scott Wright and Ryan Kent out wide. Alfredo Morelos returns to the team to lead the line. On the bench, we've got McCrory, McLaughlin, Cholak, Matondo, Davies, Sakala, Barisic, Arfield, Larry, Devine and Allen. So four changes for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. It looks like a 4-3-3. Perhaps Lundstrom or Sands could drop in to make it a back five and Morelos back in to lead the line. Wow, what do you make of that, Rangers fans? I mean... Is there every chance, Marvin, that's a back three with James Sands, Ben Davies and Leon King? Yeah, yeah. Looking at it now and just kind of writing the team down, I would expect a back three, which which doesn't surprise me. You know, I was saying that before obviously teams came out. That I think a back three, they'll be better suited for that today. Yilmaz is, is, is a flying machine, no doubt about it. Um, I saw him, to be fair to him, working extremely hard after the game uh, at the weekend. Him, Scott Wright, and, and there was another player out there. So obviously, you know, Geo seen, seen enough, you know, to put him in at left wing back for me and, you know, hopefully he has a good, good game. Um, Jim, sorry to disappoint you. Tavernier plays, but it's quite an interesting one. I mean, Yilmaz is in there. What do you make of his inclusion? Um, what do you make of Morelos leading the line? I, I'm quite glad because, as I said to the producer when I came on, I think Rangers have to go for it tonight because there's no guarantee that Ajax will not get a result against Liverpool tonight. And if we have any aspirations of making it into the Europa League, we have to take something tonight. 
and hope Liverpool beat Ajax and then we beat Ajax at Ivers. I mean, even at that, it would, it's still tough, Marvin. You know, Rangers are having... That that all counts. Uh, that all relies, sorry, on Rangers going away to Napoli and winning, drawing level on points with Ajax, and then having to beat them convincingly as well at Ibrox as they did to Rangers in Amsterdam. So, um, look, of course, it's entirely possible. So Jim's fine to bring that up, but that's that's a big ask. Yeah, it's a huge ask to be honest, and and one I don't think that they'll be able to do. As I said, you know, at the top of the show today. It's about performance. You know, it's all about performance today. To win the game would be absolutely fantastic, as Jim's saying. And, you know, then they can go into the last game with something to, to, to play for. But at this moment in time, I think, you know, the Rangers players, all they have to care about is performance. And if they get a victory today, absolutely magnificent. Right, Rangers fans, what do you think of that team? Morelos leads the line. Yilmaz plays presumably at left wing back, maybe a back three. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at it, Scott Wright is in there. Um, Tillman plays. It is quite difficult. Simon to to really predict at the moment the Rangers team isn't it because I mean why is it why is it Morelos over Cholak I'm not even saying it's wrong it's just there's no standout reason right no. now Scott Arfield's come in and done fine at times he's in the bench we've seen Matondo and Sakala being given their chance Barisic tends to play tonight he doesn't so it's um, it, it has been very chop and changey from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst It has been uh, and, and maybe that sometimes happens When you're, you're trying to find A wee bit of form uh, Shuffling up a lot uh, Morelos Yeah he, he seemed to have Leaned towards him Leading the line in Europe uh, Am I right in saying That if they get You, you were saying about The, the yeah, head to head with Ajax yeah. If Rangers get a point tonight Yeah I've got that wrong Haven't I Yeah, Aye. yeah. So, uh, I so just, I mean, I just Jim, Jim, Jim's right apologies. I mean you have to get into it With optimism And, and try and get something Out of the game uh, yeah, absolutely um, Thank you to Jim for getting in touch Just ignore my dodgy arithmetic um, But it's going to be a big night for Rangers That's the team, what do you make of it, Rangers fans? Get in touch What a strike! What a night! It sounds like McGregor is the hero This is grade E football Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here We're just reacting to Rangers team news from Naples Of course we're still going to look back on Celtic's performance last night And the group as a whole uh, But just getting that immediate reaction to that Rangers team Let's get Gabriel to recap it in case you missed it And I wonder Gabriel If the biggest cause for optimism that Rangers fans might have tonight Is actually this Napoli team that you're about to bring us yeah, Gordon, it certainly could be. Uh, speaking to Luciano Spalletti yesterday, he said he knows how an important game this is because if they win it, then they're pretty much going to secure that top spot. But he's made six changes from their 1-0 win over Roma at the weekend. Now, don't forget that they are at top of Syria. They are on for the Scudetto for the first time in over 30 years. So perhaps the Italian has one eye on that. Six changes, as I say. Uh, the team is Mere in goal, uh, a back four of Di Lorenzo, Kim, Ostergaard, Mario Rui, a midfield three of Lobotka, Ndombele and Elmas, and a front three of Politano, Simeone and Raspadori. But the key uh, is the front three there, or in fact, the front three that aren't there. All of them changed from the weekend with the big hitters uh, like Victor Osmahen and Kvara. Kvara 
Maddox Kayla. I've been practicing that all day. Hopefully I got it right. Uh, they are both on the bench. We'll probably see them at some point. But when Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will have seen that team sheet come through to the Rangers change room, surely it will have given his players a lift. I'll give you a quick run through of the Rangers team again, just in case anyone missed it. They've made four changes from the weekend's 1-1 draw with Livingston. Uh, it's Alan McGregor in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Leon King, uh, Ben Davies and Yilmaz. Lundstrom, Sands and Tillman in midfield with Scott Wright and Ryan Kent out wide. Alfredo Morelos returns to the team to lead the line. As we say, we think it's a 4-3-3. It could be a five in practice with James Sands dropping into the back line as well. There we are. It would be foolish to get carried away, Marvin, and say, ah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a Napoli reserve team. I'm sure they're still very good. But there are a couple of names that if you're a Rangers fan, you would love to see on the bench, and they are... We'll call him the Georgian lad Because Gabriel's got the name nailed um, If James Tavernier is struggling at the moment If he is getting stick for not being able to track Christian Montano Then he could have had a very, very, very tough night against this guy Because he's electric and he's on the bench Ossiman's on the bench They've made six changes from the Roma victory Again, still good I'm sure But yeah. you'd, rather, you'd rather that if you were Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Exactly, you know Gio and, and, and the squad of players will be looking for any sort of positives before the game and you know the six changes will definitely bring them that um, but as you said these these are all going to be very very good players they're at Napoli for a reason so it won't be a case of you know they've made six changes these players are going to be absolutely awful they're going to be players that are chomping at the bit you know they play for a club who are top of the league they're going to want to be playing week in week out and they've got a chance in the Champions League so you have to remember that and respect it but as I said, you'll be looking for small positives before the game. And at this moment in time, those six changes bring you that. Now Rangers need to go and do their bit. Now they have to go out there and perform in the first 45 minutes. And that's going to be vital. Jason's a Rangers fan on the line. Jason, does the Napoli changes, do the Napoli changes give you any more optimism for tonight? Uh, not really. Not really, to be honest. I mean, listen, listening to our team, I'm, I've just picked myself up off the floor that Tillman's in the team. I actually cannot believe it. Uh, that He is an absolute waste of a jersey away from home in Europe. He, he's done nothing. He's done no, absolutely zilch in Amsterdam, zilch in Liverpool, and he'll do nothing tonight. We need people that are going to actually grasp for the team away from home in Europe. Even his demeanour, you know, the way he walks out the tunnel, he just looks as if he can't be bored. So he is an absolute liability, in my opinion, and he should not be anywhere near the Rangers' first team. Uh, but anyway, on to my actual main point. Uh, I just don't think Van Bronckhorst can recover. From the Liverpool game, it's as simple as that. You know, Rangers are a very proud team. Yeah, we don't get beat seven one at home. Um, and you know, I think it was real naivety on uh, Van Bronckhorst's part when Conor Goldson goes off injured. He brings on Leon King, right? We can all see Mo Salah's coming on to go directly up against Leon King. For me, what he should have done when it got to three four one. He had to batten down the hatches. He had to go five at the back, six at the back, even seven at the back. Make sure that we don't get beat by that amount at home because that's Rangers fans have turned on Van Bronckhorst after that and there's no coming back from this. There's no coming back from this. No matter what the score is tonight, if, even if Rangers get and win tonight, it's prolonging the inevitable. Van Bronckhorst is, is, is a goner uh, and the Rangers should have acted before now, in my opinion, to bring someone else in. We're now going on big hypotheticals because it's a big ask, but seriously, if Rangers were to win tonight, you don't think that could have a galvanising effect on the whole place and turn things around? I, don't, I really don't, Gordon, no, because I think he's just, you know, listen, he got us to the Europa League final, right? And for that, he, the man deserves respect. Um, 
But he's really, really let himself down this year. You know, when you look at the players that left in the summer, right? Bassey, Balligan, Aribo. Uh, right, fair enough. Bassey had to go because it was a big fee. Aribo had to go, really. Last year of his contract and, a, a, you know, a, a decent fee for him as well. But the big, the, one of the big things that uh, players that Rangers uh, fans are talking about a lot is Balligan and Katic, right? More, more so Balligan. For me, he should have stayed. Uh, you know, I do not see why the manager thought that James Sands alongside Goldson was a better option than Balligan. Balligan's got more of a, a physical presence. You see what he's doing at QPR. He got man of the match at the weekend, scored the winner. Um, and you know, he loved it at Rangers. And I just think, you know, yeah, there's been a, he's been a bit unlucky, Van Bronckhorst, this season with some injuries. But I just think that the players that we've brought in are not an adequate, are not of the, a similar quality what we've let go and, and that's the bottom line mm. Yeah it's interesting because as part of that Jason's first sort of complaint about the team was <clears throat> was Tillman so maybe he doesn't feel that he's a good enough replacement for someone like a Rebo Jason calls him a waste of a jersey T- to be fair in those two previous European games was Tillman played out of position Marvin is he now back in a more what should be a more familiar area Yeah against Liverpool away especially you know he was he played on the right hand side and you know I've said many a time he's, he's not a right winger for me he's a number 10 when I mean, you're going to dominate possession um, possession rather and, and try and open teams up I just don't see Rangers doing that today though so yeah. you know kind of what Jason so you, is saying Yeah so you think he, he's going to need much much more in a defensive capacity than he's offered so far Yeah exactly and that, that's going to be the key thing for him and you know that, that's the challenge he's a young player who's came in on loan from Bayern Munich um, started the season really well uh, unfortunately away at our place but you know his kind of tracking off the ball leaves a lot to be desired and, and that, that's not his fault that's not part of his game at this moment in time but they're going to need him to do that today and also when Rangers do get the ball they're going to need him to get on <clears> it and, and try and create Yeah I, I take not even necessarily the, the specific criticisms that, that Jason makes, Simon, but it's just, it's very hard to predict the Rangers team at the moment. There's always yeah. one or two that come from almost nowhere. I, I, I was just looking at Scott Wright, for instance. He started the game away in Amsterdam. Now he got brought off at half-time. <clears throat> Rangers have played ten times since then, yeah. and he started one of them, and it yeah. was Dundee at home in the Cup. Yeah, and now, okay. now he comes in and plays a game of this magnitude, and sometimes it's Sakala, sometimes it's Matondo, sometimes it's yeah. Arfield... And and so on. Is this a just a byproduct of being out of form as a team, where you just can't find that consistency? I think so. I think I said it earlier on. I mean, you look across the, the city; they make big changes as well. But it's more refreshing, and, and it's a, a shape that we're all familiar with. Uh, the Rangers lineup is very unpredictable, as you say. Right, comes back, and I think Jason makes some good points. And I said this a couple of months ago. You know, they lose their best players, Arebo and Bassey, last year. Rebo for the first half of the season Bassey excelled in the second half of the season And they'll run to the final I, I think, I know Morelos plays tonight But they've lost him as well this season You know, he's not been fit And there's been problems with him He's been one of their best players over the last few seasons And then you look at the recruitment And none of them have really set the heather on fire uh, Yelmaz is in tonight It's a big game for him Tillman and We're trying to work out where Tillman's going to play here I look at the midfield If it's going to be three If Sands doesn't drop into a back three Because all I'm seeing is Lundstrom is the most physical Aggressive midfielder in there The, the other t- Right Tillman Kent Are they going to track back Are they going to work You know the other way The forward thinking players And that's maybe why The game has passed Tillman by in Europe So far so It'll be interesting to, to see the shape But I agree with Jason And I think it boils down to 
the players that they've brought in they have not up until now enhanced the Rangers team how big a night is this as well for Alfred? out with Cholak yeah well and he doesn't play how big a night is this for Alfredo Morelos Jason because again he's been given the nod to presumably go and, and cause some chaos and try and get Rangers up the pitch and hold the ball up and so on but again it's he's of Rangers last five games the Dundee one is also the only one that he's started and you know and he does get the nod tonight yeah, I think it's a, a huge night for Morelos. Um, yeah, listen, we, we all know he can do it, right, against quality opposition. But he done it, he's done it time and time again uh, over the past few years of the Europa League. But, you know, in all honesty, I, I don't think he's looking... I don't think he's 100% fit. Uh, you know, he's obviously a spell out, um, which is a bit unusual for him. He's not, not a player that generally gets injured. But I just don't feel as if he's got that sharpness back uh, in his game since he's, he's came back into the team um, and listen Cholak he's a good, good player I think he is one of the, the positive uh, signings from you know from the start of the season um, but yeah listen we need we need everything we can get tonight if Morelos can get a goal you know you know, I guess you never know what can happen but as I say I'm not not very confident shall we say boys yeah we'll see when they line up maybe it is a back three maybe it's a sort of four Two, three, one type with you know, Tillman, the one behind Morelos, Lundstrom, and Sands as the defensive midfielders. We will find out very soon. And listen, see if you think Napoli Rangers uh, is a big game tonight. What about this? Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Gentlemen, you, you don't have much to beat tonight. On last night's Beat the Pundit, Dale from Edinburgh came on and saw off Gordon Diel. By one to nil. <laughs> I actually listened to that. It was an absolute shambles. <laughs> so listeners and pundits alike, you don't have much to beat tonight. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, and your chance to beat the pundit is next. What a shame! What a night! Just under an hour to kick off in Naples So keep the calls coming Building up to that one Celtic fans This is a good time To look back on last night Then what did you make of the game And how do you feel about the campaign As a whole 01419511025 And we will speak to you As soon as we play this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Set the bar so low last night It cannot be worse A 1-0 victory for Dale in Edinburgh Against Gordon DL John is on the line How's it going John? Well good thanks What about yourself guys? Yeah not bad Are you confident? Fancy taking on one of these two? Who would you rather? Uh, Marvin obviously But anyone <laughs> Wow is this, for, is this revenge for Saturday John? Oh Oh, he, thinks I love he's got, that. he thinks he's got a better chance yeah, I, think, I think he's still the there I think gone. the signal's gone John can you hear us? Oh no Oh yes no, I, can hear, I can still hear him I'll get producer Chris to give him a call back and see Well start his 30 seconds now We don't have time to wait <laughs> this guy what? Honestly Not content with ruining the weekends of Rangers fans everywhere You're trying to ruin his Wednesday night as well <laughs> Honestly incredible uh, jo- John can you hear us this time? 
Still here, yeah. Good, I'm going to crack on. Let's cut the small talk so that we don't lose no. you again. And I had loads of good small talk for you as well, but it's always the oh, way. Yeah. Um, right, so what we do is toss the coin. We find out if it's heads, then Simon plays. And if it's tails, Marvin plays. If I can get we go. And it's tails. There you go. You got your wish, John. Better be good, John. John <laughs> against Marvin. So... I'll give you some Clyde 2 to listen to Marvin So you can't hear what's going on 30 seconds on the clock John Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Okay Excellent Let's go Who scored Rangers only Champions League goal this season? Scott Arfield What nationality is Celtic's Sead Haksabanovic? Albanian Which English team did Aberdeen play In their 2017 Europa League qualifier? Burnley Which League 1 team Is the only team in Scotland With just one win this season? How many Scotsmen have scored in Serie A this season? Two Which Yugoslavian took over as Dundee United manager after Jim McLean stood down? Oh, I don't think Marvin will get that one John So we'll see how he goes uh, Marvin can you hear us? Yeah Good, I was just talking about you there at the end Just making sure you couldn't hear me okay? Yep, Ready yep. to go 30 seconds same set of questions Who scored Rangers only Champions League goal this season? What nationality Celtic Sead Haksabanovic? Danish Which English team did Aberdeen play in their 2017 Europa League qualifier? Burnley Which League One team is the only team in Scotland with just one win this season? Pass How many Scotsmen have scored in Serie A this season? Two Which Yugoslavian took over as Dundee United manager after Jim McLean Pass. stood down? Which team is top of the Scottish Championship? Yeah Have you done enough John? I have beaten. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Very confident. Oh, Do you know what, John? Here, that's why. I hope you're right because if you're not, he is gonna go to town on <laughs> you. Um, have you forgotten about Scott Arfield's goal against Liverpool? Ah, uh, Gordon, leave me alone. I, as soon as I said it, I knew. John didn't forget. He's one up. Said Haksabanovic. Simon. Nope. Serbian. Nope. Well, no. Montenegrin. Montenegrin. Can't make that mistake. I'm afraid. Mm. Uh, one nil to John still. I mean, you're up against a former Burnley, a Burnley legend, John. So he was bound to get this one right, but you got it as well. So it's two Did one. He? Yeah, that's when I knew John was. Oh, well done, John. John. Was good. You shouldn't be on your phone and driving anyway, John. It's hands free. We check these things. Don't you worry. John's a passenger. Um, which League One team is the only team in Scotland with just one win? Any guesses, Simon? None of them got it. Clyde. It's Peter Head. Uh, how many Scotsmen have scored in Serie A? Lewis Ferguson and Josh Doig. It's two. Well done, Marvin. Well done. But get well that, done, John. John. He got it as well. Oh, come on. <laughs> Uh, get a life John uh, Brilliant Which Yugoslavian took over if I tell you what I'll come back to that one Because you got one more question in than John So Oh now we're skipping questions To, yeah, yeah. to help John which That means team, I lost Which team is top of the Scottish Championship It's Air United So Marvin's got three on the board So does John It's a good game But I knew this one wasn't in your era Which Yugoslavian took over As Dundee United manager After Jim McLean stood down It was Ivan Ivan Golak And John got it It's a 4-3 win For John From the Borders You were reading the questions too slow though You you got one more question than him Yeah but I passed Early in one question You kept on reading Is this guy for real? What's going on here? Well done John So hold on I read them too slow But you got one more question than John And he still beat you What does that say? John, you're decent, mate. Well done. Honestly, John, he's not happy. Four, three. He told you. He told you he'd beat you. Nah. He told you he'd tuck you away. Good game. You watching the game at eight o'clock, John? I'm actually going to the women's game, Marvin. Okay. Spartans, isn't it? 
Yeah, I'm on my way to Cumbernauld with my son. She's now just passing to get her work. And oh, is that is that because you're feeling the worst in Naples, or are you just rather go and see some live football? A little bit of that, and something to do with my sons. Quite nice. Right. Good on you, John. Well, I'll tell you what. Enjoy the night. The sign ball is on its way as well. I'm not signing that. <laughs> So bitter. Well done, John. Well it's done, even John. Better. We'll sign it with Marvin's tears, John. <laughs> Incredible. There you go. Oh, Put in your place tonight by John. Man, I'm gutted. Yeah, but I did t- my best. Yeah, I feel. I feel. I thought you'd have. Yeah, I know. I was here for that as well. Yeah, because that's the thing. I get a bit of sympathy for you. And Ivan Golak, look. You've yeah. never even heard of Ivan Golak, no, have you? Let's be honest. Won the Scottish Cup. But you should have got Scott Arfield. So I can't, you know, can't be that sympathetic. Oh, cheers, mate. Yeah. It's. Perfect. Yeah, my record what, is terrible. Do you know moment. what I think it is? You know, we speak about sometimes the the routine the guys go through. Gordon Dale makes a big song and dance about clasping his hands. He yeah. says it worked for him, except it didn't last night. Maybe you lost your power because of your inexplicable decision to take your shoes off. Is there a reason <laughs> for that? That's just came to my attention. Just making myself at home, really. You're gonna have to. You're here for another four hours. <laughs> so um, if the smell gets too much for you, Simon, just let me know. We'll crack open my window. Oh one four one nine five one. 1025. Right, Celtic fans, now is the time. Step up to the plate. What did you make of last night? What did you make of the campaign overall? And anything else you think we've missed from the European run, pick up the phone 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Uh, Simon, how would you sum it up last night, first of all? Last night, I was at the game, obviously covering the game. It, it was tight, there wasn't much between the sides. Ironically, I think it was one of the games that Celtic created less chances than mm. they have before. Uh, one falls to Jackie Marcus first half; he took it really well. The second one, Kyogo has to has to do better. I think he didn't think he had as much time as he did and, and rushed it with the left foot. I think he could actually have taken a touch, opened himself up a wee bit. But Mudrick and both ties against Celtic has showed that this guy's got a, a huge future ahead of him. The, the, the equaliser's outstanding and then he bursts forward and the, I forget the lad's name it's an unbelievable miss it was unbelievable. Uh, on the whole yeah a wee bit disappointing because Celtic went into it you know with high hopes of qualifying and at worst getting the Europa League so from that point of view falling but, short yeah I think so but Angie's I've, I've listened to his comments on the show last night after the game and you know, it's progress. They, they have to keep making progress now. They have to keep building on this. The experience should stand them in good stead. Uh, the new players to the Champions League, the, the young ones that have come in. But yeah, you would have liked to have seen them progress, whether it was either into the next mm. round or, or Europa League. Let's bring in Martin, who's on the line. How did you see it last night, Martin? Hi, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, so, last time I was on the show, it was actually after the Real Madrid game. And I spoke about a style of play and how I was it was going to be suitable for European football. I think I've proved to have been right because what I said was we were all clapping after the Real Madrid game. And if it didn't if we didn't happen to win against Shakhtar or Leipzig, would we still be happy? It's got to be the answer no. We've picked up two points. You look at yes, we've played well. However, after almost every European game We've been flat out on our feet after 60 minutes And teams have just picked us off And I feel we're actually very lucky to pick up a point last night uh, So you think it's all down to the style of play Martin Because like, you can still Just because you don't get the results That you're looking for It doesn't always mean that's purely down to the style Or does it? No, well, I suppose the style Worked in a way in a sense We did create a lot of chances 
And maybe I don't know if it was nervousness That maybe the occasion got to the players But didn't quite get the chances But apart from not taking their chances Teams are always going to score 2-3 and three against us As I said last night we were lucky It wasn't 2 or 3 I just feel we were so open And I feel again it's a naive day from Celtic To think we can play against teams like that in Europe Because clearly it hasn't worked Yeah I mean you can't argue with the you know the league table, Marvin. The the points total. Um, does that does that tell you that the style of play is wrong? Not not for me. Listen, um, I, I get the points that Martin's making, but for a team and, and Celtic Football Club underneath, and he wants to progress and he wants to evolve. What they do domestically in the Champions League, obviously, you know, when you go and do that in the Champions League, it's at the highest level of football, so you are going to get exploited for the mistakes you make. But as Simon said, you know, this experience will put them in good stead going forward. So if they can be in the Champions League again next season, you know, they're going to learn from it this season. So I don't think there's, there's no point in Celtic qualifying for the Champions League, playing a certain style, then all of a sudden going with everyone behind the ball and trying to counter-attack teams. Because if that was the best way going forward for Celtic Football Club, Andrew would be doing it domestically. You know, he, he's trying to learn, he's learning on the job as well in the Champions League and so are the players. And it's strange because I've only got two points, Martin, but I think there's some performances in there. And you're right, after 60 minutes at times, they have looked a little bit off it, but there's a lot of positives to take from that. And I think it will put them in good stead for next season. If Any statisticians there. out there maybe can answer this for us, and that's why it's always good to get you involved. Um, I want to know, genuinely, Simon, um, how many chances Celtic gave up I, in I this group something to date, yeah. versus the other teams? Because I, I don't feel like Celtic... And I could be completely wrong. It's just my, my you know, my gut the reaction. Shorts. I don't, I've seen a I don't, stat yeah. today about the shorts and three goals. I don't I feel like Celtic gave up a silly <clears> amount of chances compared no. to what Leipzig well, did the, or what Shakhtar did. But Shakhtar have got players that were putting theirs away, and Leipzig have got players that were putting theirs away, and maybe yeah. Celtic don't. The first leg against Shakhtar, Celtic should have won. They should have won. They were comfortable in the game. They, they created a lot of chances. They, they, they got the lead. Mudrik gets uh, Shakhtar back in it with. Arguably they're 10 or 15 minutes in the game Celtic create more chances in that game We come away from that I came away from that I don't know how Martin feels I think Celtic should have won that game I know it's looked a wee bit like The 60-65 minute Because of what they put in But Ange isn't going to change He's not going to change He's either going to fail At that mm-hmm. level Or succeed Yeah. But he's not going to change And and, he, and his argument is It's their first time for five years Mm-hmm it's new to a lot of them they had, A few of them had an experience in the Europa League last year But this is the first step for them that, That's what he'll say and he, he won't change it And also, look, last night in isolation is maybe not the greatest example Because as Martin and you have said last night It wasn't as many chances created But, Celtic, but, but just to, sorry, that this sort of you know running out of steam or whatever After 60-65 yeah. minutes that would look a lot different if you've scored twice by then. Yeah, you know, but whereas Celtic haven't. Well, how many times? Been able do, to how do many it? times do we watch in the league? Ange goes and puts. He did that again last night. To be fair, he puts three subs on round about the hour mark, sixty-five minutes. It probably is because whoever's started the game has gave so much. But the, the argument is, I mean, the, the possession was very equal last night. But when Celtic had a lot of the possession, Shakhtar defended in numbers. It was congested back there. They defended really well. I could you could argue that the Celtic crosses weren't great. They were they were hitting the first man more often than not. The one that they get the goals almost like a cutback. But the difference mm. with these teams to playing domestically are they can hit you in the break. Yeah. And that's Shakhtar are excellent at it. Because Marvin, you can't just although we you were saying well, you know, chances created, you still you still do need to score. You can't you can't just absolve Celtic from any criticism and say, Oh well, the performance levels were good. You either need to get the 
players that you have to do better in those situations, or you need you need better players. Look, it's a bit of a a rough stat. It, it don't you know it doesn't take into account the high qu- the, the quality levels. I think it was sixty eight shots and three goals over the yeah. the piece. Mudrick, Werner, Nkunku, Vinicius, etc. And the other three teams in the group do not have that problem. Do Celtic have the firepower at this level? They do, but they need to improve. It's it's very difficult. Listen, Celtic attacking players are very, very good, but the players you've just mentioned there are a different calibre to the Celtic ones. But they can improve, you know, and improves players across the board. Look at Greg Taylor. I know he's a defender, but the improvement that these players make. And now going into it next season, if these attacking players are there again, they know... They're not going to get five or six chances to pass up before they score. They're going to have to be more ruthless. And that's one of the positives. And you'll look at it and say, listen, we have created chances. Mm-hmm. We just need to be more ruthless in the final third, which equates to more points. So they don't need to tear it up. They just need to score more goals. And it sounds simple, but they are creating the chances to score. I suppose because even last night, Simon, where Celtic didn't create quite as much as previously, you'd be hard pushed to get a chance as good as, uh, as Shakhtar's, right? That's, that's a sitter yep. of, of all sitters. But Kyogo's chances are massive. And then O'Reilly's... Not quite as good But still decent Yeah Kyogo's is is the obvious one And I remember his goal Last season I can't remember who it was against Where Jota drilled it through to him And he took the touch And slotted it He was clinical uh, Was that Betis or something Last year was it Is that the one you meant Sorry. Yeah yeah. So he's pinged it The length of the pitch And, and he's killed it With his first touch And finished it uh, An excellent goal I mean We know he's capable of it I listened to the show last night And the boys were saying about is he at the top of his game just now? Is the confidence full flowing? He missed, missed a couple of chances against Liver- uh, Motherwell sorry, last midweek where you would expect him to score them. Obviously popped up with the goal in the second mm-hmm. half. Good for the confidence. But a sharp Kyogo last night. I'm, again, I'm sitting watching it in the stand. It's easy for me to say, but I think he's got time there to take a touch, open himself up and slot mm-hmm. it. He's rushed it in his initial left foot shot. These are chances you have to take because... They've got a guy like Mudrick at the other side who scores a much, much, much more difficult it's chance. Ridiculous. He gets. I think Juranovic gets back and does okay. Marv's more defensive minded than me. I thought mm. they, but then he suddenly. Well, it's interesting. A, I'm going to throw this out. I'm going to th- throw this out to Kevin because Kevin, I think your view is it that that Juranovic could have done better. Oh, I thought he could have done a lot better, lads. Um, I thought he was favourite to get to the ball. So where I was sitting, he was. 100% favourite to get to the ball And he just pulled out it See to be fair I thought Was it Carter Vickers Was favourite to get the next one But this guy <laughs> yeah. puts the afterburners on How many yeah. times do you see players like that It looks as if you're the favourite Yeah and fair and he's, but, I thought Juranovic but, Held it up but was, but Is he possibly To get bit, players back to help Is him. he maybe a bit scared of it Because I must admit It's not one that I noticed Right at the time Marvin At the time I thought Well do you know what He's got back in mm. And he's actually Celtic had eventually A 4v3 in their favour And the finish is just ridiculous It's you know it's complete top draw At the very first touch Is, is Juranovic close enough To go and either, either get the ball Or take one for the team I, I think in in his mind, he's thinking, I don't want to take one for the team. If I'm on a booking, I'm in all sorts of trouble after this. I think he gets into a good defensive position. And like I say, the finish is, is unbelievable. Sometimes in football, you have to hold your hands up and say, do you know what? There's not a lot we could do about that. You can strip every goal back and say, could you have done this? How could, could you have see, done by that? the way? Top goal. <laughs> brilliant, wasn't and it? And that's why Davey's trying to sign him for Livingston. <laughs> <laughs> Something funny, Gordon. I just, no, I think Christian Montano's been great. And I don't know True. if you'd get him, put him out of the team for, for <laughs> this guy. Um, Kevin, overall, I mean, the previous caller, Martin, not really. Not that enamoured with the Champions League group. How do you feel about it? Um, I think they've done okay. They've not been embarrassed. Um, 
We've not done our Rangers and I mean they've not been seven one off him. You, you might need to hold that. What if Rangers go and win tonight or get something tonight? Well, nice <laughs> Kevin, you'll be getting a phone. I'll, I'll be, I'll be getting demanded that we phone you back if that happens. But I take your point; it's a big ask. If Rangers win tonight, I'll come in tomorrow. You're not ready for me. <laughs> you do that. Um, I, it's funny because Kevin's not the first. Someone said that last night when I asked him to sum up the campaign. They said, "Okay." okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's probably it, Marvin. That just about covers it. Yeah. But okay in the Champions League. Take that now. For for where. Celtic have been in the Champions League. I remember mm-hmm. going to watch Celtic. So that's what against PSG, and I can't. Seven again. They're not hiding exactly. So you know, you have to put into perspective. I think they've come a, a long, long way. What What is it about fourth place with two points that makes it okay, Kevin? Because obviously, you know, from some detractors would say that's not okay. But are you talking more about individual games and how you've acquitted yourself in, in all of those? Well. We've been in every game. We should have beat Shakhtar, as Simon said, over there. Um, last night, I thought we were a bit slow. Gave the ball away far too often. Uh, I just It looked like a game last night where they thought there was nothing really to play for. Last maybe 10 minutes, they put a push on to try and get the win, but nah, it was it was like a friendly last night, if you will. I I, th- I thought last night only felt a bit It felt different to us in the studio Mark and Gordon were talking about it Maybe because Shakhtar put in a proper Defensive effort didn't they? They did, they did. You know, Almost like acknowledging that they knew Because you saw the first 10 minutes It was it was the same from Celtic It was still high yeah. tempo It was still the pressing yeah. In their half They still the got ball. They still got yeah. the ball They still probed But it felt like Maybe maybe it's an ego thing Maybe I mean Real aren't going to come and sit there against you, yeah. and, and Leipzig probably won't. But it felt like Shakhtar, Shakhtar needed because a they point. knew what they could do on the break as Shakhtar well. Shakhtar needed a point, and as you'd quite rightly say, there counter attack. We watched it in the first leg against them. They are excellent at it. They've got the pace there to to break very quickly. And yeah, I agree with Kevin. They didn't Celtic didn't create mm. a lot of chances in that first half, and I, the one that falls to Jackie Marcus is the one that. We spoke about in, in games before That didn't happen mm. It just broke to him Abada makes a good run It breaks nicely to him A little bit of uh, rubber the green mm. And he finishes it really well But When you've got a team like that To defend that well And are dangerous on the yeah. break It's difficult Kevin says the Champions League was Okay What do you think Celtic fans And I knew someone would put us right Matthew's pointing out The Kyogo goal from Jota's pass Was Ferenc Varos There yes. we go We'll take yep. more calls next What a Versus Rangers Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly are here It's 01419511025 We're building up to kick off in Naples We're looking back on events in the east end of Glasgow uh, Last night Now, this is an interesting time for this tweet to come in Because you two are just getting tucked in <laughs> To the late night pizza It's the only reason that the pundits agree to do the late night shows Because producer Callum, out of his own pocket If you believe that, you'll believe anything Gets pizzas in for the and says, "Please, we won't pay you, but we'll give you a pizza if you come in and stay until eleven o'clock." So that's why they're here. But I think I'm about to put you off your pizza um, because the famous RFC 
On the back of that last caller Who said if Rangers get anything tonight Or if they win tonight He will come into the studio tomorrow The famous RFC says If Rangers win tonight I'll get a tattoo of Gordon Dale's face On my body In any place he chooses Oh wow Get that retweeted everyone <laughs> Go on Get over there <coughs> At proper RFC um, well, uh, You can laugh all you want Say it's unlikely But we'll make sure that happens uh, If Rangers get something tonight Might need to get in touch With the home uh, the away dressing room Just in yep. case you need any further incentive Here it is Just to know that that could be A possibility Magnificent The sight of it um, Let's go back to the phones And bring in Andy Who's a Celtic fan on the line First Celtic caller Andy tonight Not impressed with the Champions League The next one described it as Okay How would you sum it up? Well I think I think it was okay I think you know The thing you've got to think about Is where we were a year ago And the only people that we're uh, That we're racing against Is ourselves As long as we see progress Every year On what we're doing um, Then we should stick to it Because we've obviously got something I think there was a big question About whether or not Angie's style would work in Europe and I think that your earlier call Martin said that he'd called out that it hadn't and I just I don't get that because you know we're a pot flow team we're always going to be up against it whatever group we're in that's what it means to be a pot flow team but I think what we've seen is by using an aggressive style is that we've at least been competitive and Celtic teams have went away in Europe before and, and put you know five at the back and they've got scudded 7-1 so I, I just don't think that you know going out there really defensive is going to get us anywhere necessarily I think every single game in this campaign we've been competitive in it for at least 50-60 minutes and I that's not good enough to, to go on to the next level but I think if you build on that the next year you sort of add in more people um, that are maybe better a little bit better at, at playing this style of play eventually you sort of get somewhere I mean if you took this same Celtic team last year I mean, they've been getting they've been getting battered all around the the Champions League. I mean, we get put by Michelin um, before we even got to it last year. And I think just the fact that Celtic fans are here disappointed that they can't take uh, points off Leipzig and disappointed that they can't take uh, points off uh, Shakhtar just shows actually how much we've progressed. Marvin, yep, I'm in, I'm in total agreement with uh, with Andy there and the points he's made and. As he said, it's about progression um, and evolution of the team and the style. And just looking at it now, and I know I've said this before about Celtic being more ruthless in the final third. They conceded 10 goals, but Leipzig are in second place and conceded nine, but they've scored nine. You know, that's the difference. Yep. And yep. that's where the big money players are. You know, that's where if you're going to spend real big money on attacking players. But I think, you know, the players will also be better for the experience as well, Andy. So, you know, it's not just about ability and anything else. It's about, you know, the experience that they're going to have gained from this year. And then next season, again, I think they move forward. You know, if they they do have two points, and by the way, and if they hadn't performed well in, in any of these games, you're calling up and they're saying something slightly different. But as Andy says, there's been they've been in every single game. You know, every single game they've been in, and it's just about you know being more ruthless in the final third, and they can do that. How do you do that, Andy? Is it is it just the hope that next season, Jackamacus? I'm not even saying he he's been that culpable, but just as an example, Jackamacus, Jota, whoever, um, Abada, Maeda, Kyogo. Is it just the hope that they are more clinical next season due to the experience they've gained? Or do, do you need better? Do you need more clinical strikers when you're talking about Champions League level? 
I think it's a mix of both. I think like, the hardest thing to do at this level is to create chances. And I think that's what we've been doing in every single game. And sometimes they're half chances, but more often than not, we've got one or two really good chances that we should be scoring for. And I think it's you can say that our, our sort of our strikers or sort of front three are underperforming to a certain extent. And I think that's right. I think a certain amount of that's mentality. I think a little bit of it is we do need a bit more quality. Like I would like to see us investing, you know, in another striker. Um, someone that you know, maybe not in the Jackamasses or Kyogo mold, but someone. I feel like those two strikers are, are complete opposites to each other, and sometimes we just need to sort of need a, a more all-rounder um, to go in there. I think that you know we've not had Jota for a lot of this campaign, and we've not had Callum McGregor for a lot of this campaign as well, and I think that's really affected um, the way that we've played. Um, so I think it's a mix of all. I think obviously the the you know players like Hatati and O'Reilly are going to be much much better next year. Um, just for having this experience, you know, both really two really young boys. Atati's only been playing professional football for two years, you know, so he's going to come on with some bounds um, to us. And I think, you know, hopefully Kyogo's ready to kick on. He's obviously in a wee bit of, wee bit of downturn of form just now. Um, and hopefully next year we add on another striker. Maybe uh, we get the biscuit tin out and we pay for someone uh, and uh, we can take it to the next level. Yeah, I mean, Andy seems quite optimistic about things or, or finding positives. We are we're brilliant at Simon looking for these sort of big grand conclusions, and everyone always tries to sum it up very simply. And I've seen a lot of it in social media, even Celtic fans going, "Oh well, that's it. We're, we're not good enough for this level." Yeah. Is that is that accurate? <clears throat> if you finish bottom and you're on two points, does does that mean? Listen, it's disapp- it's disappointing because Andy will say like every other Celtic supporter getting into this campaign. You're always hopeful. You look at the draw and you think Leipzig, Shakhtar. I looked at it as well. They're winnable games at home, and then you pick something up away from home, and then you watch the first sixty minutes against Real Madrid, and they were brilliant. It was a joy to watch. But world class players, and we all know how it finished. Then they should beat Shakhtar. The two Leipzig games, difficult games, and again, Andy makes the point. Would you rather get into these games and create these? Uh, there's something working. There's something working there that they're creating these chances. And they've showed that they're capable. We touched on the Kyogo goal against Ferran Varos. We touched on Jota had a great finish last year. That They're capable of doing it. They, they show time and week in, week out. They're capable of scoring goals. It's maybe just that wee psychological bit. You know, we're on a new platform here. It's Champions League. We're playing against better opposition. Whatever the reason is, they haven't taken the chances. But I'd be much more concerned if Celtic were getting into games yeah. and hanging in and getting beat 4-5-0 and not showing anything. There's obviously a balance though, Marvin. The guys were pointing out last night, you can't guarantee you're going to take chances. It's it's tough to do at that level. So if that's the case, can you maybe get out with a 0-0? Can can you do that side of it first? However, I think Andy does make an interesting point about the notion that just altering the style. You go back to Brendan Rodgers, everyone always held it against him, said he was far too open in the Champions League and it was far too expansive and that is why they lost so heavily. I think people sometimes forget I was in the new Camp I was working And the press seats In the new Camp Are magnificent <laughs> yeah. They're about 300 feet in the air You get a good Celtic played the back five That night If you I think it's For a lot of people That's been completely airbrushed And they think that Celtic Were this gung-ho Expansive And that's why Barca scored seven That is not the case Celtic played a back five That night Yeah no exactly And and that's why We have to give credit to Ange And we, we said it over and over again On this show Because he's adapting that style So they can play it In the Champions League and, and as I said, you know, it's a total different level of football. But 
they, they will get there. You know, as I said, there, there are positives to take from it. And just to show how hard the Champions League is, look at Juventus. How many years have they been in the Champions League? Yeah. And they got three points from five games. You know, so Celtic having two points and people saying, oh, they shouldn't be there or they're not good enough to be there, etc., etc. I'm in total disagreement with. And, and they will be better for it and they will get better. The only thing I would say is that one of the points Andy made about bringing in a new striker, I don't think you can bring in another striker because you've got two strikers there chomping at the bit both to play. Bringing in a third one into the mix, I don't think makes any sense and it throws everyone kind of, you know, off, off the routine. What did you make specifically of, of last night? Andy, I mean, Kyogo, we saw him and Giacomakis in the same team and I know Kyogo missed his, his big chance did, did you see anything that you liked about that system going forward? I think listen, I think I think Kyogo is in there maybe because Moy's just a wee bit too a wee bit too slow uh, at that sort of level. I think Moy's been doing well. I mean, he did okay in the Hearts game, set up a goal, but I think other than that, he's been a wee bit shaky. So I think that's why Ange put Kyogo in there just to add a wee bit more speed because Kyogo does give you that sort of element of being able to link up play, uh, and if you're gonna play. Kyogo and, and Giacomakis at the same time you can't even ask that of Giacomakis that's just not what he can do you know he's very much a penalty box striker and, and really no much else other than that I think you know there was good things about um, yesterday's performance and there was bad things I think you know Abada on the right you know he's, he's a big fan favourite because of what he does um, against Rangers um, but I think to a certain extent that sort of blinds us when we look at other bits of his game you know for me he was he was sort of in the wrong positions a lot. There was a few times where you actually saw Juranovic shouting at him, you know, when they're, when they're trying to defend because, you know, he's going on wee wonders and other times I noticed he's not really there to do those rotations because he's, his natural instinct is to get into the box uh, and feed off uh, feed off balls there. So I think there's a wee, a wee bit more, you know, discipline from all of our players that actually stick into the system. Um, and then there's maybe just adding um, just a wee bit more quality. And I, and I know what Marv's saying about not having uh, three strikers, but we do play a lot of competitions. And, you know, I think that if we're serious about, you know, becoming a club Bruges, which means that, you know, you're there every year, improving every year, you know, then you have to actually, you have to be okay with actually saying, okay, is a Jackie Marcus going to get us to this next level? You know, for me, Kyogo's a better striker all around. So if we can treat him in and add in a new striker there, maybe that's something we can do. You know, next season or the season after, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily about always adding on, but trading in and being clever about how you're doing it. I think as a mm-hmm. club, we're a wee bit too sentimental at times and as a support too. Yeah, it got to evolve. Um, look, it seems like an absolute statement of the obvious, Simon. Like we've just discovered that the Champions League might be harder than domestic football. <laughs> I completely get that. Andy picks out one name in particular. Is it is it fair to suggest that maybe Abada is, is a really good example of? Of, of of seeing that step up in opposition in action Well I think he's been quieter in the Champions League games that he's been involved in He had a fantastic chance in the first game against Real Madrid I think it was in the first minute And he never executed it as assured as I think he'd scored just against Rangers With a similar effort before Where he just drilled it, he tried to place this one You're splitting hairs but the, the kid's 19 and the goal return he's got for for Celtic so far has been phenomenal for a 19-year-old. He's in there for the goal. Don't underestimate the importance. He's in there to force that ricochet that falls to Jackie Marcus. But I would agree with Andy. I actually thought James Forrest, his form's been good. The experience, yep. I thought he'd have got the nod last night. But again, this, this young guy is going to learn from that. He's, he's, he can only improve from the experience of playing against 
the quality of player he's been up against Thank you Andy Really good assessment I think very fair uh, That was Andy and Craig End And we are going to go Just just slightly different from Craig End We're going to go to Naples next And speak to Gabriel Ahead of Napoli against Rangers What a shame! Not far away from kickoff at all. Rangers fans, 14 minutes to be precise if you're keeping count. Napoli against Rangers. And of course, there is still that glimmer that Rangers can prolong European football. We've just been looking back on Celtic's performance last night and finding out that they could not. Um, let's go back to the stadio. Diego Armando Maradona. Speak to Gabriel. Who? What? I mean, Gabriel, you like one sixteenth Italian or something? That that does that qualify you to be in the stadium tonight when all the other Scotsmen are not allowed? Yeah, I think you'll find it's actually a quarter what Italian golden. Uh, now, to be honest, uh, I, I've been telling a few locals that I'm a, a Juventus fan, which has not gone down well to say the least. They actually had the highlights of Juventus' defeat last night on in the stadium, and every single Benfica goal was getting cheered. But I've done my bit. Uh, amongst the journalist pack trying to do my best translation which uh, it, it really should be better but no the stadium here starting to fill up absolutely fantastic the, the both sets of players have just run in got to say uh, when the Napoli team ran out for their warm-up about half an hour ago they ran out as live as life by Opus was playing behind them with the soundtrack to that famous video of Maradona juggling the ball here before a game back in the 80s just a fantastic moment and this whole stadium uh, just a, a, a real footballing cathedral we just can't wait for kickoff here atmosphere really building up Gordon yeah I mean sorry to go to the cheap cliches but uh, you know the way the conspiracies work in this part of the footballing world you two are going to get accused of being pro Napoli because you're eating pizza that's <laughs> <laughs> just the way it's going to work People, those cameras are on you're going to be getting accused of all sorts there's Gabriel's out there trying to do his uh, his best translations um, you can almost understand because once you get this close to a game, Simon, you might as well just look at the, the, the positive. It's a, like it's a 90-minute game of football. Sometimes yeah. we overdo it. This Rangers team has surprised us so many times in Europe. Yeah. Of course it's not that outlandish to suggest they get a point tonight, it puts them in a, a position where they just need to beat Ajax at home to to get you know into the Europa League. So Which would flip it completely. Oh, unbelievable. Football's football. It serves up results at times if they get a point. And Gio would have took that at the start to win your last game at home to get something. Mm. Yeah, let's br let's br sorry on that. Let's bring in Billy and Clyde Bank. How are you feeling, Billy? We're almost at kick off. Can you cause an upset? Yeah, I think we can. Uh, I think we're going to get a draw tonight. Well, that would be enough to set up that showdown with Ajax for third place. Um, depending what they do, of course. Um, what do you think of the team tonight, Billy? Uh, I, I don't think it's the right team we chose. Honestly, uh, I had my team roll uh, on. I couldn't get through. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to run through it all. But I mean, what what's annoyed you then? What do you think he's got wrong? Well, I think Tavernier should have been dropped for the uh, Kent shouldn't be on, and you should wait. Billy, do you and your fellow Rangers fans who phoned up know something about Adam Devine that I don't? He may well be go on to be 
Very good What have you seen of him To suggest that he could go in In a stage like this And, and take Tavernier's place tonight Well um, I used to take my My daughter and my son Down to the You know when, uh, Under 20 lines yeah. Or whatever they call them And uh, I seen the guy And I think he's I think he's got something there And if, he, if, if they just nurture him And bring him through And give him the experience In the first team lineup, I think he's going to be A great player he may well be Marvin It just feels like That is an uh, Would have been An incredible ask But I think Billy's the third fan To come through And suggest it tonight We've been here before Haven't we When Patterson first came mm. through And Tavernier's going For a bit of a sticky patch And people saying I'll oh, put Patterson Over Tavernier And you know Patterson ended up being sold And you know Tavernier went on to do You know Have another great season I'm just looking at his Involvements this season And it's Eight goal involvements in eleven matches in, in the Premier League. I'm talking about this player should be dropped for. Yes, he has made a few mistakes, which which happens. But to say he shouldn't be playing in the Champions League, to say you know a young player should be playing against Napoli, I just I just don't agree with it. You know, yes, James Tavernier hasn't been great, but as Simon says, he's a captain of the football club, and he he'll know within himself, by the way, that you know his mm. performances need to improve to help the club at this moment in time. And I expect that to start today. I'd be curious to know if there are any Rangers fans out there, just because of where they're at at the moment and the level of criticism. Who go, yes, that's the right team tonight Because a lot of it does seem You know, we mentioned it before, Marvin I, I read out the stats, you know in the Since the Ajax game when he came off at half-time Scott Wright started once And it was against Dundee Something similar to Morelos Dundee is his only start in Rangers' last five Now tonight's massive, those two play Take Yilmaz as an example We've had weeks and weeks on this phone of people wanting to see more of Yilmaz He's a Turkish international He's a big money signing The only games he started this season Are Queen of the South, Dundee And now Napoli So it, th- there is It's very sporadic it seems Yeah I think there's an air of Gio saying I've not been happy with the performances and, and I'm willing to make changes And I'm going to make changes Even though it's away to Napoli I think he's saying to those players who are going in Now the shirt is yours to lose um, Which is a big big statement And you know, it's a tough decision to make, but you have to make him at some point. You know, as people have been calling for Yilmaz to play, paid a lot of money for him in the summer, you know, to play in these sorts of games. He came to Rangers Football Club to play in the Champions League and he's got that chance tonight. Again, you're going to need massive performances from these players, but it's a huge ask. It really is. Uh, thank you, Billy. You'll be the last caller on before kickoff, I suspect. So thanks for sharing your optimism. Always nice to hear uh, a bit of confidence before kickoff. And we will go back to Naples because kickoff is fast approaching. The Champions League theme tune will be blaring out next. Versus Rangers, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.